From world conflicts to falling financial markets, natural disasters, and more. Wish the headlines would just stop? It's not a newsflash that life can feel like a pressure cooker. From managing work to building relationships, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. And for many of us, anxiety and stress are constant companions. But you're not alone. You may not know it, but support is out there, just waiting to meet you. And you can find it through the friendly people at Church's Care. At Church's Care, we know that finding your community can feel intimidating. That's why we do the heavy lifting for you. Church's Care helps connect people like you to churches that can support and serve you. In your new community, you'll find a group of people ready to talk, listen, and help you navigate life through its twists and turns. All you have to do is come as you are. If you're ready to find your community, visit churchescare.com today. That's churchescare.com. C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S-Care.com. We look forward to serving you. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Welcome to Seek Reality with your host, Roberta Grimes. Author and attorney Roberta Grimes will explore and illustrate how she, after an extraordinary experience of light in childhood, has discovered channels of communication to the afterlife and how these implications have an effect on our everyday lives. Please welcome the host of Seek Reality, Roberta Grimes. Oh, hi everyone. This is Seek Reality and I'm Roberta Grimes. I'm so glad you're with us. This is going to be a lot of fun. I learned a lot reading this book. Today we're going to explore yet another really rare afterlife-related phenomenon. Um, Spirit surgery performed by a dead surgeon on living people using a trance medium. This is boggling and it works. It's amazing. Now at this point you might be wondering why I'm giving you a series of programs on all these interesting spirit-related oddities that seem unrelated to one another when all of them are so rare you may never even have heard of some of them. Well, the answer is simple. As I was doing all these decades of research and putting together a broad understanding, not just of death and the afterlife, but also of the greater reality in which all of this is going on, it was all these strange phenomena and my studies of how they actually worked that filled in for me some remaining gaps in my understanding. And that fact is astonishing to me all by itself. This is a real science. It really does all fit together. And it was the way all these phenomena came together and proved that fact to me that took me that last small step toward being certain that all of this was real. Every odd phenomenon fits with all the other seemingly unrelated phenomena. Everything fits together and it all makes sense. But this one boggles my mind. Spirit surgery. It's one phenomenon that really is a lot of fun to learn about because it seems to be almost impossible and yet it does fit. It still fits. Roy Stemmen is here now all the way from Great Britain. He's going to tell us about it. His book is Surgeons from Another World, which is the a surgeon, one surgeon, surgeon from another world, who, which is it's the extraordinary tale of a doctor. He died in 1915, and then he started doing surgery on people's spiritual bodies using an entranced physical medium's hands. This is so boggling. Welcome, Roy. I am so glad you're with us. You have a lot to tell us. Thank you, Roberta. Thank you for inviting me. Well, now, I, I, I'm going to ask you to explain all of this because people, you know, I mean, this is boggling and how well it works is really boggling. But first, how did you ever get involved with George Chapman? How did that start? Well, in in a past life, uh, and I'm joking about that, but it feels like <laughs> a past life because it was so long ago, um, I was a reporter and then assistant editor of a weekly newspaper called Psychic News. Um, And I worked on that newspaper for eight years. Um, Today, 
Uh, I happen to be the editor of it after a long gap away from it. It's now a monthly magazine, so I'm still very much in touch with the whole field. Um, but in those days, uh, George Chapman was a healer, uh, the healer who is the subject of this book, um, and he would pop into the office on quite a regular basis, um, and we would have chats. And the editor, Maurice Barbonell, who was the founder of Psychic News, said to me one day, I should go to Aylesbury in Buckinghamshire, which was where George Chapman worked from, um, and see for myself uh, what he did uh, and put it to the test, basically. Um, wow. Which is, what, which is what I did. Uh, I have to confess, Roberta, that I um, tend to be skeptical of much that is claimed within the whole psychic field. And what George Chapman was claiming to do was so out of the ordinary that my skepticism probably was in the ascendant, I should think, at that time. Roy, um, you and I are exactly alike on that. And I think that's an important point to make. This is beyond belief, and I'm a skeptic too, I, because there there is a real s sort of series of phenomena. This is a real new reality we've discovered. Neither of us wants to believe things that aren't true. That gets in the way of understanding what is true. So sure. I'm, with, I'm with you on that. Now, when was this about? What, what, what year was this? Well, okay. that would have been about uh, 55 years ago. Wow. Okay, so that's... I was just a baby, you understand. Oh, of course, <laughs> right, right. You were just learning to walk at that point. That, what, that was, the six, was the 60s then, right? Absolutely, yes. Yes, and, and, and when, I... did, when, when did this start? When, when was it that um, that uh, the, the Dr. Lang came through to George and said, hey, we're a partnership? Right, That, that that's... A really interesting story because, uh, and that's where the book uh, "Surgeon from a World uh, from Another World" begins. In that George, um, I should explain, he was born in Liverpool. Uh, his his mother died when he was five years old, and he was um, really looked after by his grandparents uh, uh, in childhood. Uh, it was a simple uh, life for him, really. He became, he took a various jobs. He became a garage hand, a butcher. Uh, he, he even took up professional boxing for a period. Um, but sort of a background that's very unlike what you might expect from somebody that ended up being a trance medium. But what triggered it was he, he married uh, a lady that he met uh, after joining the fire service. And Are you curious? Do you want to learn more about how the world works and have fun at the same time? Study coincidences with me, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on my Connecting with Coincidence radio show here on the XZBN network. Listen to Jungians theorize, statisticians randomize, true believers evangelize, while I categorize. I dance to the rhythm of coincidences. People who experience me see more of them. Maybe something on the show matches a thought in your mind. Let us know. Expand your mind to the weirdness happening around you. Synchronicity spoken here, there, and everywhere. For more information, put Connecting with Coincidence in your search engine and find my website, my social media sites, and my blog. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. <laughs> 
Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. And we're back on Seek Reality. This is Roberta Grimes. My guest is Roy Stemmen, who wrote, co-wrote a book with a deep trance medium named George Chapman. And George then began to channel the work of an ophthalmologist, but who really was a surgeon who could do all kinds of surgeries, only he happened to be dead at the time. And he actually did powerful healing. This book, a surgeon from another world is one I really recommend because it's it's um, it's so heart lifting and it's almost really almost unbelievable. So so all right they they um, he he began to to do this work and then uh, suddenly there Doctor Lang appeared right. Basically, it was the death of uh, his first child, Vivian. Um, Vivian, yes. Daughter. Uh, and George was distraught. Uh, he'd never given much thought about life after death, um, but he worked as a fireman and they had lots of breaks waiting for emergency calls to come in. And the fireman used to use a, a glass and an alphabet to play around and try and communicate with spirits. And that led George to de- do some serious research on his own. He started a home circle and found that he could go into trance quite quickly and he had various uh, spirit entities who communicated through him, and one of them announced that his name was William Lang and that he would be a healer or a healing channel for for George. Um, and that's really how it began. And uh, George, uh, the sort of individual he was, he was happy to be able to help people when he found the putting hands on People, uh, they, they got better. He, he sort of began his uh, his healing work, but he remained 
uh, a fireman for many years while he was doing that. Uh, and it was only after a period of four or five years that they began to wonder who this William Lang was and began to do research. And they found that everything that he had told them was absolutely on the ball. Um, and he was quite a well-known ophthalmologist uh, and, and surgeon in his day. Um, and the, there are records there. Um, but the most exciting thing uh, about the book, really, is it explains how members of his family and members of the medical profession who had known him came to talk to him through George Chapman and confirmed that it really was the spirit of William yes. Lane they were talking to. Yeah, that's amazing. Let, let's tell people what this spirit surgery is, because I wasn't, um, I, this is something I knew nothing about. But the way you describe it, there's there, there are three bodies. There's the physical one, and then there's the spirit one, and in between there's an etheric one, right? That glues yes. them together, sort of? Mm -hmm. Correct. And the, the, the technique that William Lang used was, he, he explained, I can tell you best by explaining my own first experience when I went to see him, um, I was, I was young, I was still, I, th I think I was about 20 years old then, in very good health, had nothing wrong with me, but I asked him if he would do a checkup of me, and it was a good opportunity to see how he worked. So he asked me to lie down on the couch, uh, and then he's, he's in, uh, George Chapman is in trance, so his eyes are shut, uh, he just looks, uh, his hands go over your body, and he starts clicking his fingers like that and <laughs> right. holding, his, holding his hand out to his spirit helpers and they give him instruments and he performs an operation if it's necessary um, on your etheric body, which he says he's able to just lift slightly out of your physical body. You don't feel that happening, but it, it enables him to operate on the etheric body. And then after a couple of days, what he has done on the etheric body transfers into the physical body. I think this now, is so amazing. <laughs> yes. Now, I have to say that I found that uh, very hard to accept. Yes, but, but what survive. amazed me, and this is not a story that's in the book, but I will share it with you, Roberta, that um, he couldn't find anything wrong with me, which was the good news. Yes. Apart from the fact, he said, that there was a tendency he felt in my later life, if he didn't correct it, for me to have problems with the tear ducts from my eyes. And he said he would do an operation on that so that hopefully it wouldn't be a problem wow. that would, uh, would uh, cause me any problem. And I'm pleased to say it hasn't. Um, now, skeptics will say, well, that's an easy one. But in fact, what... George Chapman uh, could not have known was that just a couple of years before I went to see him, my mother had gone into hospital to have the tear ducts replaced uh, for both eyes oh, wow. because they had become totally blocked and the eye, one of her eyes became, uh, or the surrounding area was hugely swollen and her elder sister had had that same operation a couple of years oh, before. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, we could say that's coincidence, but I must say it impressed me. <laughs> well, it and does I went impress. on to interview lots of people afterwards that had been to see George Chapman with very serious con uh, conditions, much more than this. And some of them were medical people, and yet they testified very happily to the, uh, the treatment they'd had by this very unusual method of healing yes i i think that what astonished me was the the number and kind of things that he was doing um although he's an ophthalmologist whatever he, he basically gave an examination he was able to tell well while george's eyes are closed he examines mm -hmm. these people he finds what's wrong with them and he's doing this surgery um, which of course the, the the instruments and the helpers are all uh, not in bodies. So um, 
and he just all, all they're hearing is is the is the clicking of the the fingers and he does the surgery which doesn't hurt and then some of these i'm like they were blind and suddenly they could see or or they had some other issue and suddenly the issue is gone it was unbelievable over and over again he did it astonishing <laughs> I must say one of the most impressive uh, early books, I think it was the second book that was written about uh, George, was written by a dental surgeon, a man called Myron, and his wife had suffered um, a perforation of the roof of her mouth. And he, as a dental surgeon, um, obviously examined it and, and tried to treat it, but found there was no way that he could um, heal that perforation. He took her to see Dr. Lang, and over a period of weeks after having treatment, he watched how that perforation, that hole in the roof of her mouth, slowly healed. And he was so wowed by that that he wrote a book uh, called The Return of Dr. Lang, and that was the first book that was published that told told the story of the, their partnership. Did Dr. Lang ever say why he was doing this, the primary reason? I mean, did he just really love healing people, or was it to prove survival? What was the reason, his, his reasoning for doing this? Uh, I think it's a bit of both, but he certainly said that um, although healing was what he was really known for, and George Chapman was, was regarded and always spoken about as a healer, um, he said his main purpose in returning was to prove life after death. And to that end, um, and the marvelous thing was that, I mean, we have to remember that, that George Chapman was uh, a young man living in Liverpool at the time that William Lang died. And it was just 10 years after Lang's death that he began communicating through George Chapman. Um, so it's not like some long distant yes. uh, death. It's somebody who returned who lots of people knew. Um, there was one fascinating case of a doctor called Sing, a Dr. Singer who went to see him. He had cancer and hadn't realized um, he hadn't associated the name of William Lang. He probably did the booking for George Chapman without knowing that William Lang was the person that would be doing the healing. And in fact, William Lang had taught him when he was a junior doctor. And when Singer went into the room, Lang recognized him and he said, hello, young fellow, good to see you again. And wow. uh, <laughs> Dr. Wow. Singer, he recognized him immediately and... Um, and he got he, he benefited from the healing. Yes. Wow. Well, that that certainly seems like pretty evidentiary. If if uh, um, George's eyes are closed and Doctor Lang recognizes this person, I think that's pretty amazing, don't you? <laughs> it is. And, <laughs> wow. And, it, and the thing is, of course, that, that those are not the only cases. There was a there was a lady who had been his. Uh, uh, William Lang's patient in during his earthly life from the age of four until she was 19. And she went to see George Chapman. And so she then began receiving treatment again from the doctor who had treated her for that period of time and said it was exactly the same as she remembered him from earthly life. Isn't that something? That's amazing. Did you ever sort of visit with Dr. Lang? I mean, did you ever interview him or talk to him through George? Oh, yes. I mean, that the time I explained to you about having the eye surgery was yes. the first time I'd met him. Uh, but I returned on many occasions and, and had conversations uh, uh, with William Lang, and we talked about other things than healing. I never needed, I'm pleased to say, I never needed to go back to him to have to have treatment. I enjoyed pretty good health throughout my life. Um, but I was always intrigued to talk to him about and many subjects about my next life and reincarnation and, 
and a whole range of topics. So, yes. And I also knew George Chapman and his wife on a social level as well. Um, they were so different as characters. George was a, still a Liverpudlian. He still had a slight Liverpool twang to his voice. Um, very easygoing, enjoyed social life and a meal and a drink. And Dr. Lang had a really cultured uh, old English voice, if you like. And his yes. mannerisms were totally different. It's quite an amazing contrast between them. So when when he was speaking using George's body, he sounded uh, like a cultured person, no Liverpool accent. Totally. totally. I just love this stuff. Not, <laughs> That's, not, I mean, not just so the much, accent, but the whole, whole manner. It's the like way he was. Manner. Wow. Totally different character altogether. But but see, everyone, this is why it's so much fun to do this work. You come keep coming across things like this, which fit, by the way, it perfectly fits with all the other evidence. It fits, and yet it's fun to know, and it's so interesting. I just really can't recommend this book highly enough because it's full of all these wonderful stories, and your jaws frankly dropped half the time you're reading the book it's just amazing and beautiful and when we come back we're going to learn a little more about dr lang's opinions on some things i want to ask what he said about reincarnation and why why did you and george roy why did you and george even end up in this position this is roberta grimes on seek reality we'll be right back Hi, I'm Gwilda Wiecka, and I want to tell you about a great provision for those interested in spiritual evolution and personal empowerment. Find Your Path Home Shamanic Art Center is your resource for reliable, leading-edge information, education, and healing, offering our brand-new online galactic shamanism classes, long-distance shamanic healing performed by Path Home Shamanic Art School certified shamanic practitioners, and the Science of Magic's topic-driven radio episode collections, where I interview today's leading experts on science and magic. All of this designed to inform, support, and empower you through these changing times. Visit us and all we have to offer at findyourpathhome.com. That's findyourpathhome.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today, Know the Name, Know the Person, or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com.
Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good To Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Roberta Grimes on Seek Reality, and my guest today is Roy Stemmen, who worked with George Chapman at a obviously very good deep trance medium, who channeled the personality of William Lang, didn't just channel his personality, but basically Dr. Lang would take over George Chapman's body while George was in trance, eyes closed, and would be a doctor, and he would, he would perform surgery on people's non-material bodies, which is just astonishing, that would affect within a day or two their material bodies. So this this is just all beyond the pale. Um, is there anything I've gotten wrong about this? Because it, this is so new to me, I'm still learning about it. No, that's absolutely right. I mean, there have been trans mediums before, um, and there are other trans mediums that do work today, uh, but mostly the the communicating spirit um, or the healer, uh, healing spirit um, doesn't offer much in the way of evidence of their previous life. Um, they, they have a name. They might claim, uh, in one case I happen to know, they claim to have been a biblical character. Um, but George Chapman, as far as I know, is the only one that has ever channeled somebody that had only passed on 10 years before he returned to start yes. to, to continue his work and whose, uh, whose identity is beyond doubt. And I say that um, uh, very confidently because among those who, have te who testified to the fact that it was William Lang was his own daughter, Lyndon Lang. Um, and the story of that is fascinating because she heard from somebody that somebody called George Chapman was channeling her father, and her immediate reaction was what uh, the same as you and I probably was: "I will go and expose him. How dare he?" Absolutely, uh, right. So she she went about it, and she arranged to have a session with George Chapman. Um, went into the consulting room. I have to say that the way George, being a trance medium, um, preferred to be in a low light. So it wasn't darkness. There was a red light, but it's quite a dark uh, um, environment, really. But Lyndon Lang went in to speak, and immediately he addressed her as his daughter and began talking very affectionately about things that they had done and shared in that life. And she was bowled over, as you yeah. can understand. Of course, of <laughs> now, course. Now, the problem, uh, and again, skeptics would, would um, draw attention to this, but they, that's okay because uh, we're, George was very upfront about this. Um, Lyndon Lang didn't want any publicity. Uh, she... she knew that if the press and the media got hold of this, uh, it would probably not only turn her life upside down, um, but may also damage the, um, the healing work that George and her father were doing. So she kept, kept out of it, but what she did do was to uh, uh, sign a contract with George for him to visit London on a regular basis, and in the early days it was once a week, and she brought together 
medical um, people that were friends and colleagues of William Lang, and they brought patients along, and so there were regular communication over a period of something like 20 years when this was happening uh, completely out of the spotlight. Um, we know this because she, she wrote a letter um, and in the book, Surgeon from Another World, um, we quoted uh, an introduction that she wrote um, uh, for the book, uh, which was which she said was not to be published until after she died. And she died in 1977 um, at the age of 94. Um, and from that moment on, George was free to reveal the secret of this uh, contract. And he and I worked together on Surgeon from Another World. And the book was first published in 1978. And we just brought out this new updated version with some additional uh, uh, material that wasn't uh, we weren't free to use at that time. Um, and if I may, I might I just read to you what she said. As it's a very brief introduction. Okay, that'd be great. And she says, George Chapman has explained to me about this new book. This book is mainly about my father. What can I say? I came to know of George and my father's return in 1946. George was invited to my home to meet old colleagues of father's. We asked many questions of father about things which only he could know. He knew all the answers and, better still, he asked questions in return. Some of the questions we could not answer. In 1947, George accepted a contract with myself and a group of doctors. I am the only one left. This was uh, in... Uh, I think the letter was dated, just looking, doesn't matter. Um, but it was, I think, in, in the early 1970s. Um, I am the only one left. Lost my place on the thing. Bear with me a second. Uh, and anyway, George has always been kind in keeping my name out of the public eye because of my wishes. To all readers of this book, I can truthfully say... William Lang, who operates via the body of George Chapman, is, without a doubt, my oh, father. Wow. I recommend this book to every person who is seeking the truth of life after death or of spirit truths. My thanks to the members of the medical profession who have given personal testimony to my father's and George Chapman's healing work. Yeah, so, that's great because what that does is give what we all, everyone who's a researcher wants, is independent validation that what is happening is real. And then the indeed. fact that all those people get better, that seems to be pretty good validation too. Absolutely, yes. And there's, there were no shortages of uh, testimonies uh, to that. Um, I have to say that although the medical profession and these doctors that were having the uh, privilege of talking to William Lang through George Chapman over a, a long period of time, preferred not to make uh, their experiences public. Right. It was very interesting that in 1979, which was the year after Surgeon from Another World first was published, um, Hugh Trevor Roper who was president of the ophthalmology section of the Royal Society of Medicine, invited George Chapman to address that society in London and talk about his mediumship and the work he was doing. Wow. Well, I, I think everyone who sort of has scientific credentials still feels inhibited by the scientific community, which is resolutely material, uh, materialist. So it's not surprising that the doctors wanted to be on the QT, but the fact that his own daughter 
uh, testified. And then the fact that all these amazing healings, and, and you have so many testimonials in this book from people who said, I didn't believe this for a minute, and then I went in, and suddenly I don't have this problem anymore. And uh, and, and they, they talk about it in such glowing terms. I, I don't think it's possible for any reasonable person who's open-minded at all to think this this is real. I, I, there's no way you could think it wasn't real. So it's very exciting. I really love the book. Yeah. Thank you. Well, the, the other exciting thing is that um, Lyndon Lang, the, uh, William Lang's daughter, had a brother called Basil. Basil also became an ophthalmic surgeon. Uh, sadly, he died uh, at an early age from pneumonia. Um, but he, by that time, he had married, uh, and he had a daughter uh, called Susan, who married uh, an Englishman called Andrew Fetlau, and she also went to see Dr. Lane, who she had known um, uh, when while he was still alive, and also testified. So we have both his daughter and his granddaughter testifying that the man yes. talking through George Chapman was William Lane. That's um, right. So, so there, there are two members of the family, and there were other members as well. Not all of them we've been able to publish the names of, but um, they were all very supportive of George and his work, which was incredible. That's great. Now, one thing I'd like to just go back to, you said he talked with you about other topics. I'm just curious about that. What did he say about reincarnation, for example? Well, one of the things that surprised me, uh, I have to say, and I'm uh, reincarnation is a subject that I've had a, 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 a lifelong interest in, really. Um, and uh, I wrote a book not very long ago called "The Big Book of Reincarnation." So um, you can understand that it was inevitably a topic I brought up with William Lane when we had a discussion or two. Um, and the thing that surprised me was that he said that in as far as he was aware that that the spirit didn't change uh, sex or at least didn't incarnate into the other sex in in different incarnations that if you were a male in this life you'd been male before in a previous life and you would be male in the next life right uh, i have I have to say there are cases, quite a few cases that I'm aware of, yes. which appear not to confirm that. But that was that was what Lane uh, informed me, and he felt pretty strongly that that was that was the case. Um, so I mentioned it just in passing. What yeah. was the other interesting thing, though, that he um, he said that his partnership with George Chapman uh, wasn't an accident, if you like. It wasn't that after he died, he looked around to see if there might be a suitable medium that could be a channel uh, for him. But in fact, it was something that they had both agreed to do yes. in a previous existence. I wondered, yes, I'm sure that's the case. Yes. That's, see, that's one of the main things that confirms, this is common, I should just tell everyone, this is common, when it seems like it was random when you met your spouse or you met the person who became very significant in your life, nearly always it's planned ahead. What a, that's great validation, great to hear. Hmm. Well, what, what, he, what he actually said was that there is a, a karmic cycle involving himself, that's William Lane, um, his his son, Basil, who I just mentioned, who become a, a, an ophthalmic surgeon, um, who, after his death from pneumonia, uh, started to work with William Lang um, when he uh, his mediumship partnership uh, with George started. So it was both father and son who worked through George Chapman, but it was William Lang who was the voice of it, if you like. Uh, Basil wow. was in in the background um, and George Chapman has a son called Michael um, and wh wait, what William wait. Lane said he said Roy, we, we Roy, Roy, Roy hold it please because we've got to take a break and I can't wait okay. to hear this we'll be right back okay. this is Roberta Grimes
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good To Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back to Seek Reality. This is Roberta Grimes. My, my guest this week is Roy Stemmen, who has done a wonderful job working with George Chapman, who was, it's hard to believe all of this, was a physical medium who channeled, by prior plan, William Lang, who was a great ophthalmic surgeon. And they did so much good work healing people 
with surgery on their non-physical bodies. You've got to read this book, Surgeon from Another World. It's, it's beautifully done, but it's so full of these amazing stories of what is possible. So you were telling us now a story about what was going on in the next generation. Could you please, I'm sorry, to, we have sort of have hard breaks here, but could you please just finish that story if you can recall where you were? Of course, happy to do that. Well, basically, uh, what George said was that there was, uh, sorry, what Dr. Lang, William Lang said was that there was a karmic circle that in, uh, involved both George Chapman and George Chapman's son, Michael, and William Lang and William Lang's son, Basil. And what he said was, we have all been associated in previous lives. This will continue to be so on the spirit side and in reincarnations on Earth. Um, he, what was interesting, he said, was when I was last on Earth, as I got older, I developed a marked tremor of my hand. So under my advice and guidance, I employed my son Basil to do my surgery. <laughs> oh, wow. George is getting older and the day of partial retirement nearer. His complete retirement will be arranged between us in due course. Meantime, Basil will work with Michael. When George does retire, I will be around to help Basil, the healing team, and Michael, but I will not be working through a medium. When George passes into this world, then after a time I will reincarnate to the earth, followed later by Basil and Michael. And so the karmic cycle will go oh, on its fascinating. way. Fascinating. That is fascinating. Wow. And George I, I, has passed on, I have to say. He passed away in 2006, but Michael is still uh, healing. He's not a trance healer. He doesn't work like his father did, but he has uh, very good results um, with healing, hands-on healing, and has clinics both in England and in other parts of the world. So the healing partnership, the Lang-Chapman partnership, continues with now, the second generation. Is, is it possible for people to get, get appointments with him? How would people get in touch, do you know, and get appointments with him? Um, he, he has a website, uh, which is michael-chapman.co.uk. Okay. Okay. So that, if if you're interested in meeting the son and the and the uh, the sons of the two men who have that we've been just hearing about, uh, who have done this amazing work, the team still operates in the next generation. That's amazing. I should just mention too that this notion that we remain one gender is almost true, apparently, based on all the research I've done. And I know you you're an expert in this area as well. But I want people to understand. Occasionally, we do switch gender. But we tend to have a gender we really favor, uh, and and keep going back to that one. Don't is that yep. what you've discovered too? I would say so, yes. Um, but I, I wouldn't say it, it, uh, Dr. Lane spoke as if it was almost impossible to do that uh, to, to, to to switch yeah. sex. But um, I think there's plenty of evidence that it does happen in some cases. Yeah, which is actually, uh, to me, very credible because many people who are reporting to us from there, unless they're at a very high level, they'll give us erroneous information, information we know to be erroneous because they can only tell us what they themselves have experienced. Mm. So um, that that's none of that is surprising. People who might want to read your book, is it available on Amazon? Oh, absolutely. Yes, it's available. It's published by White Crow Books, uh, and it's available on Amazon, certainly in uh, both in digital form and uh, printed versions. So um, uh, it, it's freely available, and hopefully um, people will enjoy it as much as I enjoyed researching and writing it. And uh, it is, I believe, to be one of the most um, outstanding cases of survival evidence uh, that, that's on record, and it just so happened that it also provided healing to a huge number of people. Yes, and it, it, it gives us interesting aspects of what of what all of this is. Um, that's the really best evidence is, is stuff that, that comes to us 
and and uh, uh, you know, in, in this sort of incidental way, and we suddenly see how it fits with other stuff that we know. And that's one of the reasons I love this book, because it fits with everything. It all comes together. What a beautiful story. I should say, too, anyone who's interested in the field of, uh, of the afterlife and the broad field that we've been talking about, White Crow Books is the best publisher of these wonderful, wonderful books. So uh, if you come across anything that White Crow published, you can't go very far wrong at all. Um, is there anything else you'd want to make sure people know about all of this? I think that uh, the lesson for me was from an early age, um, I, I think you always need to be skeptical um, to a degree, um, but being exposed to the sort of stories that I've written about um, and the people that I met opens your mind to the point where you, can't, you just cannot be a closed mind skeptic. You need to be open-minded to, to the, 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 you know, the whole aspect of the possibility not only of life after death, but the fact that there is um, interaction between yes. the world and this. Um, it, it may not happen with many people, but there are certainly gifted individuals who are uh, channels between those worlds, and we should cherish them and, and make the very most of them. Yes. Now, that, that's a wonderful point. Um, there is a lot more communication going on than most people realize, and it's exciting when you get to witness it. Do you have a website, or how would people get in touch with you? Uh, the best way would be, I'm editor of Psychic News, which I mentioned, which is a monthly magazine, which happens to be on sale um, in uh, Barnes & Noble in the States, as well as in the UK, in Smith's and other age. Um, News agents, but it's also available in digital format. And the our website is psychicnews.org.org.uk. And so they can reach you through there if they want to co Indeed, contact just, you. Yes, there'll be a link there for emails, and uh, they'll be passed on to me. That's the that's the simplest way. That's so great. That's great. I, I'm delighted to have talked with you. The book, again, is terrific. Um, Surgeon from Another World. Uh, this It opened my mind. I, there, I, there's so little now that I, I find myself learning because I've been doing this for 50 years. But I learned a lot from this book, and it's beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us, Roy. This has been Royce. This has been Thanks. Royce. Roy Stemmen, who's had a very interesting life, Roy. I, you, you have stories to tell. I have. My plan is to write another few books before I have to move on, um, and they will be about some of the other experiences I've had. And George Chapman and William Lane will certainly be in those books as well. That's wonderful. Well, we'll keep in touch about this. So everyone, as you know, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes, and I'm so glad you could join us today. Please never forget that you are a powerful, eternal being. You never began. You never will end. And when you fully grasp all the implications of that fact, it is going to change everything in your life for the better. Next week, our guest is going to be our wonderful friend, Dr. R. Craig Hogan. Craig has been with us many times before. He's one of the world's leading afterlife researchers, and he doesn't just investigate the afterlife, but he lives it. He's president of the Afterlife Research and Education Institute, which we call AREI, and he's doing wonders with the Afterlife Symposium that's being held in Scottsdale, Arizona in September of 2017. This is going to be our best one yet. And he's going to be talking about the symposium, which is turning out, as I say, to be huge. He's also going to talk about how we can initiate communication with people that we used to think were dead. This is what I mean by he really lives it. Craig has for years devoted a lot of his time to working on three different cutting-edge ways for people to communicate with their dead loved ones. And next week he's going to tell us what's new in all those three fields, so please don't miss this. Today we've been talking with Richard Stemmen, all the way from Great Britain. He has updated the book Surgeon from Another World that was originally published in the 70s. I love this book. The phenomenon of surgery being performed by the dead through the use of the bodies of living mediums is very rare in all of history. So we're fortunate to have had a living guest who was an eyewitness observer of an excellent example of spirit surgery. This is really amazing. 
And from my perspective as a researcher, figuring out the ways in which this phenomenon fits with everything else that we've already learned is really the best, the most fun part. I used to have this wonderful eureka sense of putting the puzzle together all the time as I did my research, but I'm making very few new discoveries now, and frankly, this one has been especially sweet. As you know, past episodes of Seek Reality are available on webtalkradio.net, on iTunes, through the Seek Reality app that you can find for free in the iTunes store. And earlier episodes are with our wonderful friends at Dream Vision 7 Radio. And if you're ever wondering where Seek Reality can be heard, just go to robertagrimes.com and click the radio tab. As always... This has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Please enjoy and make the most of this coming week in our one reality, knowing that you are a powerful, eternal being, and you, in particular, you are infinitely loved. 